everyone. How's everyone doing today? Welcome to my podcast. Let's talk about us with Uche. I am your host, Uche. If you're new to my podcast, please make sure to download, subscribe, share with your friends and family. If you're new to my YouTube channel, please also make sure to subscribe, share with your friends and family, and hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. I understand that I've been gone for a while, Chad. I've been going through a whole lot of things for the past few months. It's been there's been a whole lot of interesting shit happening to me. Um, I've been going through life, or more like life's been going through me. I was going through a lot, but I'm glad that I'm finally getting back on my feet. A whole lot of things has been happening, and um, I got to a point of almost breaking that I needed. I needed a, I needed space, yo. So. I've been working on myself and I'm so proud of where I'm at today. You know, like I'm much stronger now. You know, one of the things that anybody who knows me knows that I'm big on mental health. I'm never afraid to admit that, you know, when I'm going through shit, because we're going through, we all go through shit, okay? Nobody's above this shit. You know, we're all living this sad ass world. So sometimes life gets to you, you know, and just like every other normal human being, you know, I was going through my own shit and. I am very blessed that I have people, I have resources, I have people and resources available to help me get me out of uh, a dark place. So I'm very proud that I am in a much better place today. I also did go traveling, you know, um, I was gone for a while. I was in the East Africa and um, yeah, that was a very interesting experience when I tell you, you know, and that trip was definitely needed. This is a trip that I was actually supposed to have done last year, but because of coronavirus, everything got moved. So, um, for people who know, I'm a word traveler, you know, I, I try, I try to travel as much as possible, not compared to a lot of people who are actually word travelers, but you know, I try to squeeze in as much as I can. And, um, as of recently for the past few years, I've been kind of trying to tour Africa, you know, focus my energy on Africa because Africa is just one of those continents that a lot of people just skip a lot of people who consider themselves we're travelers just skip Africa. A lot of times when you see people who travel religiously, they've been to everywhere in Europe, everywhere in Asia, you know, sometimes even South America, but somehow a lot of a lot of people just end up skipping Africa and I just didn't want to be one of those people. So I, I started a few years ago, started I started to tour Africa and I've been opportune to actually go to East Africa this time. So I did go to Ethiopia, Kenya and um, Tanzania. And those, those three places are very interesting, very, very interesting. So now the interesting thing is, as most of you know, I have dual citizenship. I am Nigerian and I'm also American, so I have both passports. And if you've been following my YouTube videos for since I started my YouTube channel, one of the very first videos that I made, I, countries that you can go to with your Nigerian passport. So for those countries, I wanted to make sure that I, I was able to travel to those countries with my Nigerian passport. A lot of countries in Africa are some of the countries that you're able to travel with your Nigerian passport with ease or without visa or whatever. So Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, I wanted to travel to those countries with my Nigerian passport. Um, I was traveling with a friend and he is also Nigerian, but he also, he just has a Nigerian passport. So I also thought that, you know, me traveling solely with my Nigerian passport would make it more fair, you know? So before we started traveling, we applied for all three visas and luckily we got the Ethiopian and the Kenyan visas. However, we didn't get the Tanzanian visas, you know, which was very disappointing. And as I speak, it's been over a month and we still haven't gotten those visas and the trip is over and the trip is over with now, which is really unfortunate, you know? 
know, because we spend money. Like, I think the Tanzanian visa is like 50, $52 each, so over $100. And we still haven't gotten those visas. Sad, but hey, it is what it is. So I got to spend time in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Hmm. Honestly, I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed when I was in Ethiopia, or at least at Addis Ababa. And the reason why I was disappointed with Addis Ababa is because Addis Ababa is the capital of Ethiopia. And from what I've been hearing, from some of the things I've been hearing about Ethiopia, Ethiopia is supposed to be one of the forward African countries, from what I've heard anyway. Um, I've heard that Ethiopian gov government, the president has been doing a lot of good work to try to change the economy of the country. I'm not an economist. Um, I don't really understand all these numbers and all these things, you know, so I can't even pretend to, you know, so I don't really know how the GDP, the Ethiopian GDP compares to other African countries or even other countries in the world. So, but I'm more so of an aesthetic person, you know, so I wanted to go there to just kind of be there physically and just kind of look at the aesthetics and see how, and compare to a lot of countries that I've been to, not necessarily fair to compare to countries like the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and things like that, because, you know, of course, these are first world countries. So I wanted to compare Ethiopia or these African countries to um, some of their maybe second or third world countries that I've seen, you know, from my travels. And I really was not impressed. The place was just really raggedy. I'm just being honest. And there's no insult to any Ethiopians out there. That's just me being honest. I was really not impressed, especially considering the fact that Addis Ababa is the capital. Now, the capital of every country, I, I just want to say every country, most countries, is usually the the best representation of that country you know like when you go to washington dc washington washington dc is supposed to be popping more than the rest of america when you go to london when you go to you know like delhi in india you know the capitals of a country is supposed to be the most beautiful the most attractive the financial hub and considering the fact that Addis Ababa is the capital of ethiopia i was not i was not impressed at all um, the airport looked nice, I'll be honest. And also Ethiopian Airlines, shout out to Ethiopian Airlines. They're doing the damn thing. I know that a few years ago, like two, three years ago, Ethiopian Airlines did crash, you know, on, in route from Addis Ababa to Nairobi. And interesting enough, we actually also took that route. It was really interesting, you know. It's scary to think that literally two, three years ago, the same route crashed. But but shout out to Ethiopian Airlines. That's not my first time flying Ethiopian. I could definitely recommend Ethiopian to anyone. Ethiopian, Kenyan, and South African Airlines. Those are th the top elite airlines in, in Africa. And I've flown all three of them. And I could definitely say that all three of them are definitely worth it. So shout out to Ethiopian Airlines. The airport was dope. But outside the airport, I saw poverty, yo. And also around the airport was also nice. Around the airport just kind of reminded me of Lagos, Nigeria. Um, but outside of that, I saw a lot of poverty. I saw a lot of trash. I saw a lot of poor people, man. The people look sad. I'm, it's just me being honest. There's no shade. I, I don't like to hide shit. I don't like to sugarcoat shit. But from what I saw, I just I was not impressed at all. I also did notice that a lot of the cars were really old. Like a lot of the cars that I saw, like the Mercedes and, you know, the Toyotas and things like that that I saw, it looked like those cars were built in the 80s, you know, like way before I was even born. So I was not really that impressed. So the next country was Nairobi, it was Kenya. I went to Nairobi and Mombasa and also a few other cities, neighboring cities in, in Kenya. Um, I was really impressed with Kenya. I feel like Kenya reminded me a lot of Nigeria. Nairobi to me seemed way similar to um, Lagos. I was really impressed, you know, the part of Nairobi that I was staying in wasn't really the most uppity part. You know, when I travel, I travel cheap chat. You know what I'm saying? I stay in hostels, I couch surf, because I'm trying to save money. 
But of course, you know, in every just like in every major city, you have the really good places and you have the bougie, posh places and you have the, you know, the not so rich places. I stayed in not so rich places. Um, But of course, when we were driving around, looking around, you know, going about our businesses, I saw parts of Nairobi that really looked like I was in New York City or something like that or London or something like that. It's really beautiful, aesthetically popping. And of course, you see places that are not very um, safe, not very clean, you know, just like here in America. I've been to places that are not very aesthetically pleasing. Nairobi, I chad the mosquitoes, man. They were coming for me left and right. And surprisingly, well, actually, I'm not that surprised because this happens to me, too, when I do go back to Nigeria. I felt like it was just me that these mosquitoes were just targeting. Everybody else was just chilling. And my body, bro, I just had mosquito bumps everywhere. You know, like I had so many mosquito bumps on my arm and my legs. And I did take my, you know, bug off because usually when I travel to Africa, I take a bug off to spray on my skin to kind of deter the mosquitoes and the bugs. But I wasn't consistent with it. And the mosquitoes, they were just eating me alive, man. So that was one thing I didn't really like about Nairobi. When I got to Mombasa, yo, I fell in love with Mombasa. I thought I thought Mombasa was the place. I could definitely see myself living in Mombasa. It was really airy, um, very spacey by the beach. It was very beautiful. I really liked Mombasa a lot. We took the train. We took the infamous Nairobi to Mombasa train. Um, I wasn't really that impressed with the trains, especially considering the fact that this is one of the things that Chinese, the Chinese government is using to in-depth Kenyans. I was thinking that if the Kenyan government was going to be buying or collaborating with the Chinese for this train, it was going to be popping, you know, like state-of-the-art type of thing. But it was just, it seemed like something that was also used before I was born. But hey, who am I to judge? It is what it is. But we took the train. It was okay. It was, it was, you know, there's nothing too special about it. But in Mombasa, even though I really liked Mombasa, it was also hot too. You know, Mombasa was really hot. I feel like Nairobi was colder than Mombasa. Uh, Mombasa was really hot. And I, I had a good time in Mombasa until I got sick. And when I tell you, man, I had food poisoning. And I remember for two days I had diarrhea straight up, man. Like, that shit was bad. And the last night I was shitting and puking. It was coming out both ways. When I tell you, that shit was nasty. I don't know what it is that I ate. I don't know what I drank. And shout out to my contacts over there. Shout out to Joe and Elizabeth for offering their homes. You know, like, Joe, I really, I'm really forever indebted to you thank you so much for coming through man i don't even know what i could have done without you and also my friend was there we had to rush to the emergency room man you know like i had to go to the emergency room i had ivs i had shots i had all kinds of shit man because i thought i legit thought i was going to die man because it was coming out both ways i was weak i was just i don't know what it is man I don't know what it is. Again, it felt like it was just me. Everybody else was just chilling. <laughs> Everybody else was just chilling. It felt like I was just the only one that was sick. But again, I, I guess my body is not used to it. You know, um, I was really sick. Apart from that, I had a good time in, in Mombasa. Being with my friends and making new friends and making new contacts, I truly do appreciate being in Mombasa, and I definitely look forward to going back. And lastly was Tanzania. Again, um, we didn't get our visas to Tanzania. Unfortunately, my friend had to go back to Nigeria because you cannot get into the country without a visa. So he had to go back to Nigeria and I had to. Unfortunately, but also, you know, I appreciate the fact that I have a second passport. But I say unfortunately because that was not what I intended. I didn't intend to use my U.S. passport until I was just coming back to America. But uh, unfortunately, I had to use my U.S. passport to get a visa on arrival, um, and I flew from Nairobi to Zanzibar. I've always wanted to go to Zanzibar. Ever since I heard the song by Techno, um, Wash, 
the song Wash where he talked about Zanzibar and I looked it up, Chad. I was in love, man. Those beaches, I just really wanted to go. So I had to use my U.S. passport and fly into Zanzibar and pay $100 for visa on arrival with making $152 that I spent total. Very disappointed, but hey, I appreciate the fact that I'm able to afford it. So it is what it is. Um, I did end up going to Zanzibar. It was very beautiful. It was very peaceful. It was exactly what I needed before coming back to America. It gave me the opportunity to, to just disappear. Um, I remember just chilling in the beach um, inside the water, actually, not not by the water, like inside the water. I was reading. I caught up. I finished two books, started a third book. I'm very proud to be to have been there. You know, um, my very last few days before I got back to America and went back to work and went back to reality, I was really very appreciative. You know, it gave me the opportunity to also introspect and just think a whole think about a whole lot of things. You know, but the entire trip, my life, my networks, everything in my life, like literally everything. I just. It just gave me the opportunity to just get in my head and just focus without technology, without the internet, without, you know, any type of distractions whatsoever. And I felt a great deal of gratitude. You know, overall, I would say my trip to Africa was very appreciated. I've always said this all for everyone who knows me. I've always wanted to go back to Africa. And I do believe that that would happen eventually. Um, I do truly do believe deep in my heart that my future is in Africa and not in the U.S. Even though I do appreciate being in America, I genuinely do. But I do believe that deep in my heart that my future truly is somewhere in Africa I'm not sure where in Africa initially I was looking at Nigeria but Nigeria is also very unstable right now there's a whole lot of shit going on and Nigeria just really overpopulated I know that's not the only reason why I shouldn't just consider Nigeria I'm also considering Nigeria um, and also next year I do want to tour West Africa because the only West African country I've been to is obviously Nigeria so I do want to tour West Africa so I can kind of get a better idea of where I can see myself in the future pursuing a future in Africa overall I would say my my trip to East Africa was really definitely worth it I can definitely see myself living in Kenya specifically Mombasa some of the issues that I may have is of course the food poisoning thing which i'm pretty sure eventually my body will get used to it after living there and also another issue i would have is um language a lot of people speak swahili of course swahili is not really as you know if i wanted to learn a new language that's not a problem like uh, i just have to set my mind to it and and just learn it that's not a problem most people speak english with the exception of ethiopia a lot of people just speak a lot of people in ethiopia don't speak english at all um i think their language is amarik and Apparently, they teach with Amharic in their schools. You know, they don't speak English in their schools, or maybe they do speak English, but it's not it's not as big as it would be in Nigeria or Kenya, where people actually teach in English, where almost everybody speaks English. So that would be another barrier. Another thing too is Africa in general, with the exception of South Africa, is not very queer friendly. I don't know if I want to live in a place that's not very queer friendly. It would always be an obstacle trying to live in a place or living in a place where you're not really able to fully be yourself because of social or political or government laws or, you know, being ostracized or whatnot. That is also another challenge. But then again, that's not the only reason that should deter me from moving back to Africa. If I really if I really do believe in my heart of heart that that's where I want to be. I don't see why not. But again, overall, my experience was really okay. You know, I really did appreciate Kenya the most. Um, and of course, Zanzibar. Zanzibar is the only place in Tanzania that I went to. Dar es Salaam is the capital. A lot of times when I do travel to countries, I usually start with the capitals. But I was not able to go to the capital, which is Dar es Salaam, um, because of the visa thing if we had gotten a visa the plan was to take a bus all the way from kenya to tanzania that way 
I can actually get to see the countryside. But if you're not, if you're, if you don't have a visa and you're just entering on visa and arrival, you have to fly according to their law. So I had to fly into an airport, and because I didn't have enough time, um, I had to fly into Zanzibar, which is the place I really wanted to go to. Eventually, I could definitely see myself going back to Tanzania, especially Dar es Salaam, and also Zanzibar. Um, eventually, when when I do move back to Africa, um, overall, man. <sighs> Just just being back in Africa felt good, you know, being around people who look like you, who understand your plight as a black African. I remember on my last day in Zanzibar on my way to the airport, I just started crying because I saw so much so much opportunities and so much potential in Africa. And unfortunately, we just have a bunch of idiots, a bunch of clown ass government politicians, you know, who just rob us of our humanity, who don't believe in us. And they just enrich themselves, enrich themselves with their pockets and send their kids to the best schools in the best countries and just leave the average African just wondering on their own. It just made me sad. It really did make me sad. Um, just seeing these people, they look like me. They're just like me. The only thing I'm not special compared to them. The only thing different is that I have just the opportunity to have been born to my parents who brought me to America really effortlessly because my coming to America was literally effortless, you know, like compared to most people. When I hear a lot of people's coming to America story, I, I just have gratitude that I didn't have to go through a whole lot of things that they went through. Coming to America as a minor through my parents who were both American citizens, I just, it was effortless, you know. And, I'll, and of course, my siblings are also born in America. So, of course, theirs, even, theirs is even more extra, uh, effortless than mine. So, just, it was really humbling seeing that. Each time when I go back to Africa, you know, especially my first time when I went back to Nigeria, and I saw a lot of Nigerians, you know, who who were just going through it man you know who don't have any type of opportunities who don't have any type of options man it's always very humbling to see that you, you know really it really was i feel like that's one of the things that i needed to get my mind straight you know to to kind of prepare myself to come back to america and face reality with so much breath of gratitude and appreciation and i really do appreciate my life i'm not the best i don't claim to be the best i don't claim to be the richest or the smartest I'm just literally some dude here trying to make a name for myself. That's it. In spite of all the bullshit, this crazy ass word keeps knowing at me. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And I'm truly, I was truly humbled by my experience in Africa, in East Africa at least. My new experiences, my new acquaintances, my new networks, my new families, my new friends turned families. I truly do appreciate it. Every single one of you guys, I really do appreciate it. It was quite humbling. And I'm looking forward to going back again someday. Anyway, this is the end of today's podcast episode. I literally wanted to just apologize for my MIA status and also kind of give a review of my trip to East Africa. Anybody out there, especially black Americans, man, anybody out there, please travel. Travel, please, 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 please travel. The more you travel, the more you actually appreciate life. The more you see how good we have it here in America. A lot of people here in America, man, we have it so good. Like some of the shit that we consider as struggles in America, and I'm not trying to demean anybody's struggles at all, but a lot of things that we consider as struggles here in America is actually nothing compared to what's going on out there. So I always urge people, especially black Americans, to travel, travel to places, not just go to Miami, not just go to Atlanta. Nothing wrong with those places, too. But, you know, if you can if you can afford it, you know, get on the plane and cross the ocean, go to the motherland and see people that look like you. It's quite a humbling experience, truly, truly. It really is, and I'm looking forward to going back again. Anyway, that's the end of today's episode. If you're new to my podcast, please make sure to download, share it with your friends and family. If you're new to my YouTube channel, also please make sure to subscribe and hit that bell notification so that anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Please follow me on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Let's Talk with Uche. My website is letstalkaboutus.org. Also, please feel free to send me an email for congratulations. 
questions for a pat on the back for any questions whatsoever at let's talk with lucha at gmail.com thank you very much for incredible support until next time bye-bye